So, how are you doing, Craig? You all right? Yeah, good, Justin. I mean, this music is absolutely banging. I mean, what, what's it all for? Well, it's, it's a fantastic party. All the all the people that are celebrating ODP Day are all here in one place. Oh, my God. Is Oh, God, of course it is. Oh, look, yeah, over there, uh, there's all the AFPP guys. They, they've got these selfie boards. Look at them taking pictures. It's great. Oh, that's fantastic. Look at them all there. That, that, that is a great selfie board. Oh, look, there's, there's Chloe Rich there. She's telling us all about her new clinical pocket reference books that's kind of coming in line with ODP Day. That looks good. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? I, I've already ordered one. And what? Someone, someone's done a plastic skeleton. Basically, no. that's a skeleton made out of LMAs and all sorts of stuff. Oh my that's god, that's incredible. Pretty... Look at those look at those student ODPs over there. They're doing some kind of CPR thing. I think they're from the Cardiff University. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I recognise them. And there's another group. It's a, is that a giant game of operation they're playing on? Oh my god. This is amazing. So many. Oh no, Craig, look. Look over there. It's, it's Angela McPhee. <laughs> she's selling to cake Angela <laughs> well Justin I, I guess yeah. we better get involved let's go let's get some drinks and let's go and socialise Hello, my name's Craig Griffiths. And hello, my name is Justin Blackett. And you're listening to the final episode of Season 2 of Pipcast, a podcast for ODPs and the theatre world. Now, if you're a new listener to Pipcast, where have you been? However, welcome aboard. Uh, you'll soon find out there's lots of places that you can find more information about Pipcast, but we've got a lot of episodes that you can go back and have a listen and really immerse yourself in the world of operating department practice. Yep, and if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Welcome back. Uh, you may be featured in this episode because uh, this episode is all about ODP Day, but if you'd like to check out any of our previous episodes, particularly our last two, talking to the AFPP and the CODP, please head to www.pipcast.co.uk, click on any of our past episodes, click on our social media links, um, or even send us an email if you want to get in touch, odppipcast at gmail.com. This episode is predominantly going to showcase the fantastic effort that you guys out there in the community of operating department practice to celebrate the biggest day of the year in operating department practice, which is ODP Day. Yep, uh, we have trawled the internet. We've had people sending stuff in from up and down the country, um, and it will be featured on this show in our little compilation highlight reel uh, of the day. Um, but firstly, we'll have a little talk about the news. Hi, I'm ODP Andrew McPhee, and this is Pipcast. So, uh, first, you should mention last week we had a great episode with the CODP. They sent in some uh, fantastic answers to the questions we sent them. Um, one of them that was going to be of particular interest uh, was around uh, how do you get involved um, uh, with the CODP? Yeah, definitely. I think it's really important for you, the members of CODP, to work out how. Now you've listened to how a CODP functions, you're part of the organisation, how can you step up 
and help because I mean from from the from the sense I get from the document they sent us they really love people stepping up and asking and, and expressing an interest yeah so um in the document uh it it told us that um we the last expression of interest that they had asked was in January 2019. Um, okay. I couldn't, as someone who's very keen in this, same as you, Justin. I couldn't remember there being anything out about that, and and I wanted to get some information for our listeners who maybe have missed it. Um, unfortunately, trawling through, and I'm not sure. Uh, we've got a communications officer with the CODP, so maybe they'll know. Um, uh, but couldn't actually find anything. I had a look at the LinkedIn page, the website. <laughs> The, the the Facebook and the Twitter and th- there's nothing in there in January so CODP please get back to us and, and and if you can if you can direct us to the last expression of interest post so that the people know what to look at we'd, we'd really appreciate it absolutely it would be such a shame for people to miss the opportunity to engage with you guys the CODP uh, so yeah get in touch with us guys you've got our email address we'd love to know uh, what this uh, position was that you wanted expressions of interest for so people can really do generally see that you're reaching out to their members also uh, from last week's episode uh, we revealed that there would be a new podcast coming out um called spontaneous ventilation uh, we've had uh, the launch of that on the day we're recording this which is the day we've released our last episode um and so far we've had some fantastic feedback from not only the odp but the anesthetic community so if you're listening to this if you're new to the show if you're an anesthetist who's new to new to pipcast and you're kind of looking for what might be coming up hello welcome um the format will be slightly different um but anyone who's got any questions about um uh, spontaneous ventilation we would love to hear from you it's an incredibly exciting project. It's the first time we've kind of branched out from the core aim of, of Pipcast. And uh, we've got such great and, and exciting ideas that will enhance you as ODP listeners, but also uh, our new listeners, which is our anaesthetist, and anyone else that just comes along for the ride. It's really good to have you on board. Um, and lastly, and sort of, I suppose, one of our first potential bits of news for season three is um uh, dawn stott mentioned that she was doing a talk on uh, or going to a meeting on uh fire in theaters um today um and you know we're really interested in that i remember there being a statistic uh justin from the afpp conference last year that um every day in the uk a patient is set on fire in theater i mean that's just incredible that is unbelievable but we want to find out more about what uh, that involves and, and, and the public awareness and of course the awareness within our profession uh, and we will be ha- having Dawn or a member of the AFPP coming on the show to talk about uh, what they're campaigning uh, in their in the world of operating department practice. Yeah um, and I suppose lastly uh, with regards mm. to the news the surgical smoke campaign. Um, yeah. So you know I think there's only there was there's only a couple of weeks left um, for you to sign the petition on surgical smoke. It's our health, guys. I mean, if you work in theatres, um, I think one statistic we saw is one day in theatre is the equivalent of, of theatre where you're using diathermial day is the equivalent of smoking about 27 cigarettes in terms of the smoke inhalation. Um, it's I mean, I, I don't want to be someone that t- smokes 20. I don't want to smoke any a day, but no, t- not certainly not 27 a day. So um, 
come on guys we really need to sign that petition get it up to 10,000 so we can get it debated in parliament whenever they decide to pull their act together um it's really really important <laughs> yeah no please guys uh, we will include the link to the petition within the show notes and guys i mean you, you are champions of operating departments uh, and and i think there is some traction in you reaching out to your facebook social groups even if it's just a mm-hmm. for sale site in your local town yeah. just just spam them get everyone thinking about it because i think if patients really truly understood how dangerous the air quality is within operating departments i think we would absolutely bumper the signatures people like to get behind a campaign absolutely uh, and I think we've exhausted parts of that within our own profession. But that, do you know what? Let's let's get everybody on board. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you just need a name and a signature, or a name and an address, and a, you know, to to sign it off. Get get three of your friends, get some of your family around the dinner table who might not care, but actually they care about you enough that they'll they'll sign the petition for you and get them to sign it. Yeah, absolutely, guys. It's in your hands, and it's not something that we you know we should take lightly it's an important thing and there's a lot of statistics out there to really prove that we should be getting behind this campaign and really pushing the petition this is paul from perioperative logbook and you're listening to pipcast for those of you who who maybe don't know maybe have got your head stuck in the sand uh maybe don't enter the social media world and maybe your hospital for some reason hasn't heard of it doesn't support it doesn't celebrate it um but there was a rather important day on the 14th of May. Yes, so it is National ODP Day. It's year two of this event, and it was an opportunity for us to get out there and promote what and um, promote what we do. Yeah, so what we're going to show now is uh, essentially a little uh, a highlight reel of things that you guys have sent in, things that have been out on the Twitterverse that we've seen, um, clips and stuff like that, of videos of the things that you guys take and some stuff that I was doing with Cardiff University. Um, and just to get a flavour of what people were doing throughout the day. So um, here is our ODP Day highlight reel. It's our day. It's a special day. It's ODP day today. Um, I hope you guys are doing stuff today. Um, I'll be going to uh, the uh, National Museum in Wales with all my kit here uh, to celebrate National ODP Day. It's a glorious day outside. I don't know if you can see this from the beautiful Cardiff sunshine there. Wonderful, wonderful day outside. Glorious day for ODP day. If there is a God, he's obviously an ODP because he's given us great weather for the day. Remember guys, if you are doing something today, please do a little recording, a little summary of the day. Um, Click on the website above the website link, uh, www.pipcast.co.uk and just uh, there's a voice recording thing app you can do on there. You can send us a voice recording through that. Alternatively, just record something um, about your day, what you've done or record bits of your day. Send it to us um, either (coughs) um, through our Facebook link, uh, Twitter or email us. email us at odppipcast at gmail.com. Remember guys, this is our day. This is your day. It's about to tell the public um, and get our profession out there to the public um, in the wider known kind of NHS world. Uh, so enjoy your day, ODPs. Um, we'll be t- live tweeting throughout the day. Thanks very much. Have a good day.
Good morning everybody, it's Angela Cobbled here, trustee for Association of Palliative Practice. Just wanted to wish all the ODPs out there um, a very happy, warm welcome from Suffolk and a happy National ODP Day. Go out there and make a difference. Hi, my name's Nina, I'm one of the ODPs in General Theatres. Today we're celebrating National ODP Day and raising awareness of our beautiful profession. ODP stands for Operating Department Practitioner and we work in anaesthetic, scrub and recovery. So if you've ever had an operation, you will probably have had it with one of us. I think the role of ODP, when you say it, people ask if you're a scrub nurse or they don't really understand what you do. I think our other colleagues in different specialities all get celebrations for the roles they do. ODP is fairly new, so I think we need to get the word out there what the role is. We need to encourage people, this is a specialist role. You can learn loads of skills. The future's bright in this type of career. And just celebrate the, the specialisms that my colleagues do and continue to do as, as being patient advocates every day. The ODPD from the Queen Elizabeth Hospital here in Gateshead, just to let you know what we're up to to um, promote ODPD. So we're working in our trust. We have a nice stall set up. So we're looking um, at some of our surgical equipment. This is a real patient, obviously. Um, we have um, some nice cookies and pens and goodies uh, and a nice cake there. And we have some selfie frames. Where are you? Hi! Mm -hmm. And we have just some intubating equipment just to show what we do in anaesthetics. And that's what we're doing today. Bye! Hi everyone, happy National ODP Day from sunny Gibraltar. I'm currently in Gibraltar teaching the first locally trained ODPs they've had, which is really exciting, but this is also the perfect day to announce the newest publication for Clinical Pocket Reference book for Operating Department Practice. This will be the third edition and it will be available to purchase in August 2019. I was asked to become an author on this book and I leapt at the chance not only because this was in my pocket for my entire student ODP life and newly qualified years, but also because we have been through some really major changes in the operating theatre environment in the last five years. And we as an author team wanted to reflect this. We wanted this new publication to support and to challenge the modern day ODP, the modern day preoperative practitioner. And we got a lot of the new content for the third edition from your suggestions what you thought you wanted to be added to the new edition. So thank you for that. I just wanted to give you a little bit of a preview about some of the new topics in the third edition. We have got uh, blood gas analysis and management, surgical incisions, body cavities, wound management and healing, difficult airway management, blood products and transfusion, nutrition and hydration, A to G assessment, we have got some non-technical skills focus, communication tools, assertiveness techniques and a section on the roles and responsibilities of the modern day preoperative practice and modern day operating theatre. Some of you may be interested in taking on advanced roles in the future and we wanted to highlight actually what the roles do and, and how you can get there. So lots and lots of new content, 109 pages that hopefully you'll be really really pleased with. I know that I'm really proud of it and I can't wait for you guys to see it. 
it will be released in August. I've created a new Twitter page for the publication, at Pocket ODP. So go and follow that and we will be releasing some preview content and the new front cover, which is really good uh, for you to see soon. So I'll keep you updated, but just to repeat again, the Clinical Pocket Reference Book for Operating Department Practice, third edition, will be released in August 2019. Keep celebrating everyone. Happy National ODP Day. So, we're here at the Cardiff National Museum. We've started our chest compressions and we'll be stopping when the museum closes. Come on down and join us and we'll see you soon. Happy National ODP and Nurses Day. Um, thank you very much for everything that you do. Um, thank you for being excellent colleagues. Um, thank you for keeping us anaesthetists fed, watered, entertained, but most importantly, out of prison. Thank you very much. Happy National ODP Day. And happy Nurses Day. And I want to say a massive thank you for everything that you do every single day. What you do is not normal, it is fantastic, and we're very proud of you. And I want the last words, so just brilliant and keep doing what you're doing. Amazing. Happy Nurses Day. <laughs> happy Nurses Day. Happy ODP and Care Assistant Day. And many thanks to all our porters. You guys are our rock. You make every day happen and possible and without you we wouldn't be a team. We're very proud to be the part of your team. Hello, I'm Lee and thank you for doing my operation at the hospital on my leg. Happy ODP and nursing day! I'd like to say thank you to all the nursing staff and ODP staff. Uh, I hope you have a good nursing at ODP day next week. Thank you for keeping us on the road and making sure uh, that we stand a chance of doing our job well. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to all you ODPs. We could not do our job without you. And also thanks to all the nurses and healthcare assistants that work here too. Thank you to all our ODPs and to our nurses for supporting our students and our new staff learning their roles in practice. We appreciate how hard it is to mentor alongside your clinical role and we couldn't do this, this training of new staff without you. So thank you. We love you more than chips. I started in the UHB um, back in January 1989 in the Theatre Service Centre where we um, prepared all the instruments. Um, student ODPs would come in and do their placements and I thought well, that's something I might want, you know, might be interested in. And I was very fortunate then in 1991 to get a place on the training course um, with the School of Healthcare Studies and um, qualified as an ODP back in 1993. Um, absolutely loved the job, um, it's definitely my vocation. Um, I love meet somebody, you know, you meet new people every day, you see something new every day. I feel absolutely privileged to, to work with the colleagues that I do and to help the patients that we do. Um, ODP, it's a fantastic career, um, just I love it. I became an ODP because uh, working in theatre was what I wanted to do. Um, I specialise in anaesthetics because I love the emergency side of the job and attending recess calls and trauma calls. 
and helping people through their journey. So I became an ODP because I love the excitement of surgery, I love working with different consultants all the time, different specialities, and just looking after patients in the operating theatre. And working as part of a multidisciplinary team, we get to work with so many different types of people, and it's just an excitement to come to work every day. I started back a long time ago, back in, uh, I think it must have been late 96, 97, something like that, uh, as a theatre assistant. And then I basically have just gone through the ranks, uh, once to become an ODA, OEP, and um, yeah, really enjoy my job, meet interesting people, see a lot of interesting things. In 1984, I had a fairly serious uh, motorbike accident, which put me in hospital for quite a long time. And it was while I was a, a patient, I thought, oh, when I get better, I'm gonna work in a hospital. So when I uh, did get out of hospital, I applied for a job uh, then as a theatre orderly. So I started off uh, working here as an orderly. Done that for about three or four years. Had an opportunity then to train as uh, was then the ODA. And I done that. 34 years down the line, I'm still at it. Hello again, prospective ODP students, anyone who's interested in the operating department or any ODPs from Wales, we're here live at the um, uh, National Museum in Cardiff. We're going to go in, we're going to see what we're doing for ODP Day, come with us. Um, for those of you who don't know what an ODP is, not, ODP stands for Operating Department Practitioner. We are practitioners, as it, the name says, who work primarily in the operating department. So if you've ever had surgery and you don't, you've never met the people who are in your surgery, there are usually about five to seven people, um, including the surgeon and the anaesthetist, who are in and part of your surgery, looking after you, making sure you're getting the best care possible. An ODP is an integral part of that. They'll usually be working in the anaesthetic, the scrub, and the recovery side. So we're gonna go in here and have a look at our kit. As you can see, we have got all of our surgical kit here. So these are all of our surgical instruments. So we prepare these, make sure they're ready. And in surgery, we'll be there assisting the anaesthetist while you're on the table, making sure that you are absolutely safe, doing everything we can to ensure that um, your safety is paramount, making sure that all the instruments are correct, that nothing is left behind um, within surgery. Then here, obviously, we've got the anaesthetic portion. So this is our, one of our difficult airway mannequins that we use at Cardiff University to help train patients, um, uh, train our students, sorry, um, in intubating patients. And that's an integral part of uh, the ODP program, anaesthetics. Uh, we work with anaesthetists every single day, love our relationship with our anaesthetists. Arguably the purest, um, uh, purest relationship within healthcare. And then here, as you can see, we've got our team all doing the CPR challenge. We have been going strong since about 10.30. We want to start at 10, but we had to set up, um, took some more setup time than we were anticipating. So we've been going since 10.30, teaching the public as well. As you can see, we're chatting to some members of the public as well. Um, come on down if you want a badge. We've got special Love Your ODP badges, um, which obviously is backwards now because I'm using that on a, on a phone, so it uh, <coughs> doesn't quite look right. Um, come on down to the National Museum, we'd love to hear from you and hear more about the ODP profession. Hi, I'm Harriet and I'm a nurse. Hi, I'm Meg and I'm an ODP. I work as a band 6 practitioner in the operating theatre. I work as a band 6 practitioner in the operating theatre. I went to university to get my registration. I went to university to get my registration. I assist anaesthetists with anaesthetics. I assist anaesthetists with anaesthetics. I assist surgeons in surgery. I assist surgeons in surgery. 
I look after patients in the recovery area after their operations. I look after patients in the recovery area after their operations. I often shift lead and sometimes at night shifts. I often shift lead and sometimes at night shifts. I attend trauma calls and cardiac arrest calls. I attend trauma calls and cardiac arrest calls. And I am allowed to advance my education so I can be an advanced critical care practitioner. Because of the flaw in the law, I'm not. Help us change that. I think it's absolutely fantastic to have an event to celebrate uh, ODPs because they do an amazing job. I mean, you know, it's, it's a shame that a lot of people don't appreciate or never to, they never come to the point of where they appreciate what the ODP has done. But um, to have an event like this, I think, you know, it definitely puts the ODPs in the limelight. So good morning everybody, this is National ODP Day and this is happening right now in Milton Keynes Hospital. We've got a little display between 10 and 2pm outside the restaurant. Come and have a play with the intubation equipment, have some free things, read about what we do, lots of goodies to give away. Lots of career opportunities and lots of scope for different kinds of practice in the NHS. Hi, my name's Manisa. I'm an operating department practitioner and I previously studied at UCLan. I think National ODP Day is very important as it gives, the, as it gives ODPs a recognition that they deserve and they do not get. Um, purely because we're the people who work behind the scenes and not very many people know what we do. So this is a very important day for me. Hello, I'm Isabel Smith. I'm the Clinical Director for Anaesthetics here at Bournemouth. And today we're celebrating our fantastic team of operating department practitioners on National ODP Day. I value the way that my ODP will often hand me exactly the thing I need before I even realise I need it. My name's Sarah. Um, I'm a consultant anaesthetist. And it's difficult to pick just one thing, but I value my ODP as a key part of making my working day efficient, safe and enjoyable. Thank you all. Hello, my name is Anthony. I'm an anaesthetist and anaesthetic specialist here at the Royal Bournemouth. I appreciate my ODP for their teamwork because without it, it'd be a very lonely place to do an anaesthesia. Hi, I'm Nigel. I'm one of the consultant anaesthetists here at Bournemouth. What do I value about my ODP? Effectively, they help me do my job and do it better. It's like starting off with somebody you build up a bit of trust. They are there, they can anticipate your needs, they're a good bit of banter, and actually, without them, really couldn't do anything to help any patients. I would absolutely be useless without my ODP. Hello, my name is James Walker. I'm one of the anaesthetic consultants here at the Royal Bournemouth Hospital. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to all the uh, ODP, ODPs here at Royal Bournemouth Hospital who are absolutely excellent. I can't do my job without you. You're caring and you're compassionate. And I need your organisational skills every day uh, so that we can have an efficient theatre. Uh, so thank you again to all of you for a super job. Right, my name is Warwick, I'm one of the consultant leases here. Um, I value ODPs because essentially they are my right hand man, they're my wingman. No competent anaesthetist would even consider starting an, an, an anaesthetic without their ODP right next to them. The number of times my bacon has been saved by a good ODP is innumerable. Oh hello, good afternoon. I'm Dr. Anwar Ridat. I'm one of the anaesthetists at Royal Bournemouth Hospital. I really value our ODPs for their uh, speak up in case of concern. Uh, they manage to start the list on time uh, by checking 
Patient. Well played, ODPs. We love you. We love you. Hi, I'm Deborah and I'm an ODP. I trained sometime in the early 1990s and the Blue Book was my friend. That's a clue to how old I am. I stumbled upon Pipcast in November 2018 and I've actually quite enjoyed listening to uh, some of the discussions that I've taken on and one of my favourites was the actor who was actually an ODA who was in Surgical Spirit. I found that very entertaining. But ODP day was was fast approaching and I decided to do something for ODP day. And bizarrely, I decided to do a tweet a day. I'm not really computer savvy, if that's what the modern young folks say. And I hadn't actually appreciated you can only get so many characters in a tweet because I was quite keen to get our diverse role out there to the wider community. So the preceding month, I decided to do a tweet a day and I tagged in the college every tweet. I tagged in AFPP in every tweet and Pipcast. And I put the question out there, what are you doing to promote our profession? Looking back on ODP Day, there were some great initiatives out there. They had people vlogging, if that's what you call it. They had um, some great displays out by the universities. But some trusts didn't do anything. And it's not really the trust we blame. We need to look at ourselves. I was asked to do a piece for our trust bulletin, which I did. I haven't seen it but I believe it's coming out in the next Trust Bulletin issue because unfortunately it was a little bit overtaken by the National Nurse Day. But my question to you is next year. What are you going to do to promote our profession? Because if we don't promote our profession and take ownership of it, who will? It's all about going forward and moving forward as a profession. So... The question is, what are you going to do next year to promote our profession? So just back after a fantastic ODP day for Cardiff University. Uh, sorry about the crazy hair. That's what five hours of chest compressions will get you. We did over 34,000 chest compressions in our five hours. Um, just want to take this opportunity to say a big thank you to all of the staff and students that came down that did the chest compressions that engage with the public today if you saw one of our students and they engage with you please get in touch with us at Cardiff University we'd love to hear um, about your you know your responses to that um, we hope you now know more about ODP as a profession maybe you want to even do the course feel free to uh, you know click the links on our Twitter handles to, to have a look at our course uh, for the uh, 1920 and 2021 year um, massive thank you to the National Museum of Wales for allowing their facilities beautiful fantastic facilities uh, we would love to be back again in the future um, but thank you for being absolutely fantastic hosts uh, and thank you to um, the support team in Cardiff Uni um, one person in particular Lauren in marketing who's been a great help to us in helping set up this day she's been absolutely fantastic thank you to the simulation team and the clinical skills tutors in particular who are there today um, 
Taryn and Sai, fantastic, really did well engaging and, and teaching the public. Um, all in all, it's been a fantastic day. Hope you've really enjoyed your ODP day. Um, I hope you've enjoyed uh, you know, listening into us at Cardiff University. And if you want to get involved, if you want to do ODP at Cardiff, uh, feel free to get in touch. Hi, I'm Tony Jeremy, and this is Pipcast. So that was outstanding. I I I love it when uh, ODPs get involved. I love it when our sh- the students get involved. I love that departments, not just um, not just ODPs, but you see anaesthetists, you see department heads, you see education leads all getting involved in this. It's really really fantastic to see. It it's great, isn't it? And 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 I know it's only in its second year, but it's great. I get a general sense that even year three is going to grow in popularity i think as more people celebrate what we do and uh, if anything borrow some of the ideas that they see carried out the previous year people will feel empowered to do something and so uh, such fantastic things been kind of carried out over the odp day yeah um i think it's important now uh, you know Obviously, that's some video stuff, but there was some loads of stuff on social media. I mean, if you just look at the hashtag ODP Day, um, you'll see a wonder of stuff. I mean, one of my favourites, Justin, is um, the University of uh, um, Huddersfield or Huddersfield Uni. Sorry, their ODP department had a giant game of operation, um, literally life size. I mean, you could say a life-size game of operation is what we play or what we work as. But in terms of the actual game itself, they did it. You know, they had a life-size mod operation model, which just looked so fun. I mean, maybe we speak to speak to our friends at Lifecast, and we could do a real-life game of operation. Probably <laughs> <laughs> like that. I don't know. Maybe that's just stepping it a little bit too far. But no, really Channel good. Five would definitely fund that. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that 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 is fantastic, and it's great that uh, you've brought maybe you know the the, the age old family game into a massive scale uh, and allow people to kind of really focus in on the the scrub side of things. Yeah, and we obviously had things like um, really interesting that you know you talked about Chloe Rich at the start of the thing that we've got uh, the ODP handbook being released, the third edition of that. That's that's really fantastic to see that um, we're having an ODP publication that's coming out a national kind of publication that will be used by odps be used by theater nurses and everyone within the perioperative environment that's really good to see yes uh, really good indeed and it's nice i think it's really exciting that some of the work that's coming out of um afpp and and just general uh, academic odps that are really engaging and not only in in producing and putting together um, articles, but they, they really are pushing the boundaries to make sure that ODPs are writing more books and, and just being more mainstream, which I think is only going to help in promoting the role. Absolutely. Um, there was, of course, a lot of cake. Um, so uh, one uh, person on Twitter, Dr. Lauren Grace Kirtley, who's at Ren Kirtley, um, she just took a picture of uh, the hashtag proud to be an ODP 2019, and her reply was cake we mainly did cake <laughs> there were some great cakes i mean guys just search on twitter and facebook under the hashtag title of odp day and i i am overwhelmed by some of the well just the amazing cake baking i know you're a big cake fan uh craig uh, and when yes great british bake off <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are you are good friends with Sue, but um, yeah, that's old school. But I mean, ultimately, there are there were some great cakes out there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know that the ODP community is a great baking community. Um, yeah. uh, it's obviously how I've kept so well um, 
fed <laughs> over well, 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 the. Well, you know what? You, the, the American footballers need cake. I clearly don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my other favourite thing was all of the badges. Uh, we got some developed for Cardiff University, um, but all of the badges with the hashtag Love Your ODP um, that has really taken off. And uh, while she didn't necessarily come up with it um the fact that sathena promoted it when she did her at nhs account um was really fantastic and you know just really good to see that that's now developed into essentially a national badge campaign i love it isn't it, it, it and it'd be great to wear a uniform just to promote that you are an odp we do we do know that in some uh, operating theatres you kind of have to relinquish your title a little bit and call yourself theatre practitioner and, and 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 you know there's pluses and minuses about that but it's quite nice to secretly wear your badge to promote that you are an ODP uh, along the way I know that uh, uh, we, we've seen some out there that look just great yeah they're really really fun um, but it's interesting what, what, what I wanted to know at the end of our day at, at Cardiff is um, I took some of our students aside because I really wanted to know uh, it's all well and good you and me Justin you know you've been ODP you, your career's always been longer than mine but uh, we kind of know what it means for us because we've had an experience of uh, the profession without this without this kind of bigging ourselves up and, and, and this this kind of event um, but I really wanted to know what they felt as people who are just about to join the profession um, and how important it was to them to celebrate ODP Day. So we're going to show a clip now of an interview I did with our students at the end of our day. This is so we're here in the National Museum of Cardiff. I have got some of my ODP students from Cardiff University who are very kind to be part of the CPR marathon that we did today. Guys, how are you doing? Well, yeah. Sweaty. Yeah. Sweaty. They're so tired that they actually let me drag them over to actually yes, talk to very, me. Very as warm. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was so this for you guys? It was your second ODP day because you're about to qualify, aren't you? So. Yes. So how was the yes. second ODP day? How did you feel it went? How what, what did you guys get up to today? We ran around Cardiff, <laughs> not literally around people, harassing people <laughs> with picture frames. Perfect. Yeah. Did good. CPR. Yeah. Some yeah. did, did many of the public know what we did? Did no, you have anyone there? Oh, we met one lady who was a oh, uh, yeah, theatre nurse who knew exactly who knew what we were. Obviously, yeah. um, but nobody else. So, oh, we and had uh, one person who had surgery and, uh, and thanked us for our hard yeah. work. Oh, yeah. excellent. So we yeah. got credit for uh, just oh, everyone yeah. else. That, yeah, yeah, we perfect. did actually. Yeah, he did. And, and we, had, we had another guy who was, uh, who was due to have surgery and asked us what his pain management was. We were like, So, yeah, no, that was our secret Oski we were exactly exactly um what do you guys as students what does odp day mean for you as students and, and going into the profession now will you do something going forwards for it yeah, being, yeah. gives you a chance to be proud doesn't it yeah i was just gonna yeah. say that. being third year you you're proud to sort of make people aware of what you do yeah. and they don't know and you're just like well I'll tell you what we do and I think you're going to be a part of almost everyone who has treatment in the NHS life yeah. probably yeah. so and nobody knows who you are or what yeah. you do so it's quite nice to get that yeah. out there especially because you're going to be doing it yeah fine and most people are quite receptive and they, it's, a, it's a little bit of a shock to them because they don't realise who you are but then when you tell them who you are they're like oh, they're like, oh yeah I know yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice 
And so you guys are about to finish. Yes. Any happy with your career choice? And yes. Yeah. I mean, so. I mean, not that I'm biased and you. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no bias. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was scary to start, but once yeah. like we found our feet sort of where yeah. we are, yeah. it would just be really satisfying. I think. I couldn't see myself doing anything else. No. Perfect. To be honest. I don't think so either. No. Good. Great. Well, thanks, guys. It's very much nice to have you here and uh, with us today. Ice bath. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Right. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. We're Sheffield Halloween students, and this is Pitcast. Well, well done, Craig. I mean, I was very busy that day teaching on a big course, so I had very little time to get involved in ODP. So, from a from a resus officer point of view, it's great to see ODPs engaging in CPR. I mean, how was it? It was incredible. It, it was really interesting. Number one, we did thirty four thousand, uh, I think thirty four thousand six hundred thirty four compressions. Which uh, anyone who's done any form of repetitive exercise like that, my arms were on fire the next day. It was ridiculous. I think we all managed to do at least. Uh, I think it was at least 20 minutes each of of solid uh, of solid CPR um and I think our rating uh, never dipped below 80% on the on the RQI scale which I think is quite impressive for 5 hours of work. That's good isn't it? I mean we all know that within 2 minutes your CPR depth rate and recoil will diminish but having that ability for sustainability in the community of ODPs great statistics well done you yeah the best thing for us it was great to see the students but the public engagement was outstanding um it really was uh fun if you look on i mean i'm i'm obviously a bit biased but if you look on the the cardiff university odp feed um the, the pictures that you know some of our, our students took and the engagement they had with the public teaching them cpr uh, and as part of that teaching them about you know one of our questions we had to the public was are you aware of who is looking after you while you're asleep and the amount of people that, that had no idea they had no idea how many people were there how many people in the room uh, no yeah. idea about the profession some of them don't even know which is kind of part of the reason we've done the podcast that an anesthetist is a doctor um so it was really good to give that that public feedback and that public engagement and uh, that public education so good isn't it and i'm so i mean overall i'm just so proud of the interaction that people had with the community uh i mean there were some um odp groups that went out to shopping centers and went around promoting the role even if it just makes one person go oh i didn't even know that role existed yeah it will it will just snowball i mean we've all got this ambition in life haven't we that we all sit in the hairdresser's chair and the barber's (laughs) chair and not have to make up and what do you do for a job I'm yes. a bit like a nurse. And we've all been there. Wouldn't it be great if one day we can say, yes, so I'm a, an ODP. Oh, yes, I know who they are. Yeah. That would be great, wouldn't it? That's kind of a, that's kind of a rite of passage, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that would be the, go- the, you know, the gold standard for us. But as long as we keep fighting the good fight, I know we mentioned last week about do we change the day or anything like that. I think regardless of if we change the day, you know, if if you didn't do anything for ODP day this year, Start planning for next year now. Start planning what you're going to do. Book it off work, or or book it as a, 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 a get you know get your department to kind of um, have have a a day of protection for the ODPs. Whatever they can do to make sure as many ODPs can be away from the department 
promoting the profession as possible. Um, get involved with your local universities that might be doing the ODP program. Get involved with people like yourself, Justin, who are in um, areas outside of theatre who are ODPs that we should be proud of. We should be celebrating people like yourself, people like Tom Mann, um, uh, both within and outside of the hospital. It's it's a great idea. I think it does need to start now. And I know you might think, oh my goodness, I've got a whole year to plan. But do you know what? Slowly planning something makes it far more manageable than yeah. having to suddenly plan it uh, in, a, in, a, in a space of a couple of months. But but don't just ditch your ideas now or shelve them for next year because we know in October we've got another opportunity to join our fellow colleagues on AHP Day. Uh, AHP Day will be coming up, I believe, on the 15th of October start yes. planning do you know do you do a dry one of what you want to do for odp day get involved with your fellow ahps we've we've already spoken to a couple of ahps on this show we we're all in the same boat and and we all have similar experiences of maybe people not knowing who we are when we sit in the barber chair and stuff like that um but also it's really good to get to know those professions those professions we work with all the time people like our uh, radiographers that we'll see in theater all the time uh, you know in terms of our, our ultrasound scanners are are and our physiotherapists and stuff like that these people that we'll see all the time um but we don't necessarily um, have much interaction with maybe it's time that we start building bridges there as well in 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 time for the 15th of october we have so much in common with our fellow ahps it's unbelievable we should yeah. be celebrating that i'm really looking forward to uh working with the ahp at uh bristol um the, the group that's there and some of the work that they're already proposing and uh, it's so fantastic um uh, and there is so much nationally and internationally for AHPs. It's really good to be part of that. But but still, ODP Day still has its place, and we should yes. look forward to celebrating that next year. Uh, and if you've got any ideas of what you what we could do on ODP Day, then we'd love yeah. to hear from you to share that to the ODP community. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got an idea of something you'd like to see maybe nationally, something on social media nationally that we could do, um, send it to us. So you can contact us on Twitter at ODP Pipcast. It's the same on Instagram. Search for Pipcast on Facebook or email us uh, odppipcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your ideas or something maybe you've even got in the woodwork or, or something that um, you would like to do. Maybe you want the support of us maybe you want the support of the afpp maybe you want support of codp uh, and if is anything we can do as pipcast to help you in your endeavors we would love to well odp day it was a success congratulations guys you did us proud absolutely um For us, we've got the summer coming up. This is our final episode of the year. Um, before we go, we want we also want you to get involved uh, with our Piplet series. Um, if you've got an idea for a mini podcast, a, po a project that you're particularly um, uh, excited about, a project, maybe you've got a poster presentation that you thought you know is really important if, if you're a student and, and you want to get it out there. If you can do a, a five-minute podcast talking about that subject, a particular subject of interest, um, or you know, all the way up to 20 minutes if you if you really want to go for it, um, we would love to hear from you. We would love you for you to get in touch. Send us in your clips, um, just a minimum of five minutes. Uh, send it to odppipcast at gmail.com. Um, we would love to hear 
uh, we'll, we'll take that clip in, we'll package it for our Piplet series, and we'll release it to the public uh, so, to get you out there, to get your papers, your ideas, your thoughts out there to the public um, if you're interested in podcasting. It's a bit like a poster presentation, but in an audio format. So exactly. If you're used to doing posters that for, for your university course or you're just promoting some great work that you're doing locally, do you know what? You can easily package that in an audio format. Obviously, we can't have pictures on it, but I think it's very, very, very capable of doing that. Now, last year, we had a great success from uh, the ODP blogger giving a kind of a, a, a version of her journey through student life, through anesthetics and, and, and scrubbing recovery. Yeah. Uh, we had our friends from the critical care practitioner group. They come along and, and, and promote to some of their work that they did um uh, we had again some just kind of more reflective logs and even a talk on pediatrics and anesthesia it's great yeah um this year hopefully we will also be having uh some kind of involvement from sheffield hallam university uh, from their student body uh so again they will hopefully be submitting from their conference a, a piplet to our series this year so that'll be really interesting and we're looking forward to going to that um but yeah guys please get in touch we'd love you to get involved uh, like justin said even if it's a mini kind of poster presentation day maybe you do something that uh is a, is a well-being thing maybe you do tai chi and you work in theaters tell us about that tell us how the thing that you do the activity that you do helps you with your work life or whether you've brought something like that maybe you teach yoga in recovery before your before your theater list start you know it'd be great to hear from you oh i want to hear from these people this is great <laughs> <laughs> amazing guys so that brings us to the end of our final episode yeah and justin i have to say i was doing some uh, i did some statistic checks uh and i have to say a massive thank you to all of our listeners for this year um actually uh, as a year on year considering that um uh, we actually didn't do from may to may this year we did from september to may so for this season so we had far less episodes um, we've actually managed to almost double our listenership for the entire season which is absolutely fantastic and, and a big great. thank you to to you guys um uh, the listeners out there for for pe- for for tuning in we never thought that in the two years that we've kind of applied ourselves to this project that we would be where we are now and it continues to grow from strength to strength uh, it's been a fantastic season and it wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for everyone who has featured as guests uh, and taken part in creating content for you the listener yeah so um a big thank you to all of our guests that we've had on the show um from emma marshall uh, who was our first guest on this year to you know dawn stott and tracy williams to our codp and the afpp and all the other guests that um i, I can't uh, don't want to list off the entire thing but you know you know you know who, know who you are thank you very much carrie biddle for her nomination uh for the chief uh, allied health professional awards um or officer awards you know we're really grateful for for all all your work that you've put in to help help this show and help our listeners kind of expand their knowledge or expand their interests so uh, we're really really grateful for that 
So the Pipcast office will still be running, we'll still be tweeting and, of course, Facebooking. We'll be recording content, so really, yes, we're not producing episodes, but the Piplets are going to be created. We're going to be gathering more content for Season 3, so please do get in contact with us between the summer period. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, and even if you've got even something you think, do you know what, I'd love you to feature that in season three um then just get in touch with us all yeah. the information you need to contact us is available at pipcast.co.uk yep um in the meantime we will hopefully have um recorded one our, our first ever episode of spontaneous ventilation our anesthetic podcast that we'll be doing with sathena watson so please tune into that we'd really love to hear your thoughts on that and if you want to find us um then in august uh, me and justin will be at the afpp conference very excited that we will be on stage supporting the opening of the conference and absolutely entwined in the educational content that is going to occur. The final details for that hasn't really been confirmed formally, but we certainly are incredibly excited to be part of a, a huge conference that it's just great to have a big organisation that has belief in us here at Pipcast. Yeah. So for the final time this season, that's goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me.
Finish.